Hey guys, each week I report the top crypto news for realtors, but this week I'm putting crypto news on hold and instead I'm going to talk to you about the economy. Why am I doing this? Because I've observed that the crypto influencers whom I think have the best perspectives are those who pay close attention to macroeconomic issues. So, has inflation peaked? If so, what is the Federal Reserve going to do next? What are investors telling us about their confidence in the future of the economy? How will 6.7% mortgage rates impact demand and supply? Hey, I'm Rich Hopin, the creator of Crypto News for Realtors and a real estate broker with Compass in New Jersey. Throughout the week, I monitor the crypto news and major news and crypto publications. I listen to crypto podcasts and I follow the crypto influencers on social. I sift through it all and write a weekly newsletter with about a thousand active subscribers. I've given crypto talks throughout the US and now I'm taking my crypto content and making these YouTube videos. But before I jump into this week's special issue on the economy, if you could do me a huge favor, hit the like button, assuming that you like this video, and subscribe to my channel, and you'll stay up to date on crypto news. So let's get into the news about the economy. Has inflation peaked? If so, what is the Federal Reserve going to do next? Inflation is a measure of the decline of purchasing power and is tracked by the U.S. Bureau of Labor of Statistics. They calculate the CPI or Consumer Price Index by measuring the average change in price over time of a quote-unquote basket of selected goods and services. The CPI is based on 94,000 price quotes from 73,000 retail establishments and 43,000 rental housing units. Inflation dropped from July to August, but not by enough. The August rate was 8.26%, but not as low as the Fed had expected. And it's also quite a distance from the 2% target rate, which was last experienced February of 2021. So right now, inflation's at a 40-year high. And until consumers believe that inflation has peaked and changed their buying behavior, inflation won't come down. Conversely, if consumers feel that inflation is not over, they will continue to spend because they don't want to pay more for goods or services over the next few months. So here we are beginning of October and I don't know about you, but I'm already seeing like massive amounts of shoppers on the weekends. It kind of feels like Christmas time shopping. So I think that's happening and that's not a good sign because a surge in shopping like right now can create shortages which will then trigger higher prices, which will then fuel inflation. And that's a cycle that will not end well. The job of taming inflation falls on the Federal Reserve, the Fed. So the Fed is mandated by law uh, to use monetary policy to achieve stable pricing and maximum employment. The Fed can slow down inflation by making it more painful for people to spend money. They do this by raising the Fed funds rate. Now, the Fed funds rate is the rate that banks charge each other for lending cash or excess reserves. It's also the rate that commercial banks lend to each other. On September 22nd, 2022, the Fed set its target rate at 3% to 3.25%. So this was a 0.75% increase. The Fed's longer term projections were also revealed. And comparing the June projections to the current projections, it revealed that the Fed underestimated inflation. Inflation has turned out to be more difficult to control than anticipated. Their hawkish language was clear. The Fed will do whatever is necessary to bring down inflation. Fed Vice Chair Brainerd said, quote, 
monetary policy will need to be restricted for some time to have confidence that inflation is moving back to target, end quote. The Fed wanted to see a cooling of the housing market, and they certainly got it. After a series of historic increases in the Fed funds rate, the housing market did an about face. Here's how that happened. 30-year fixed mortgages closely track the 10-year treasury bond. When the 10-year treasury yield moves up or down, it's followed by mortgage rates. Today, a 30-year fixed mortgage is 6.7%. A year ago, it was 3.01%. So today's rates are crazy high, and it hasn't been this high since July of 2007. Selma Happ at CoreLogic said, quote, The surge in mortgage rates has brought the housing market to an impasse. Many buyers moved to the sidelines as the cost of home ownership became prohibitively high, while sellers were unwilling to give up locked-in record-low interest rates and expectations of peak sales prices, end quote. So high mortgage rates have put the brakes on demand, and sellers are reluctant because the days of insanely high price multiple offers are over, and also sellers who refinanced are not so willing to give up their very, very low uh, rates that they're currently paying. What about new construction? So we've got supply, we've got existing home sales and those sellers, we know where their heads are at. And so what about new construction? Well, as you would expect, the U.S. home builder sentiment is low. And in fact, it's fallen every month in 2022, according to surveys conducted by the National Association of Home Builders. A lead analyst for Housing Wire, Logan Hatashami, said, quote, no new building. This is almost useless. The housing market has already gone into a recession, and the builders are done building anything new until they get rid of the excess supply they already have. We have 10.9 months of housing supply with 9.84 months in construction. The builders will take their time finishing these homes and ensuring that they sell them at a price that's useful for their business model, end quote. So, and this is a little bit disconcerting. So after the last financial crisis, home building dropped below historic norms for more than a decade. And this resulted in a housing shortage that we were experiencing. And it appears that this is going to continue and there will not be sufficient inventory for the tens of millions of millennials looking to buy a house over the next decade. That's it. That's my take of the key economic issues. Again, the reason that I went into all of this in such great detail is take your time. You can you can download the the blog post, which the, there's a link in the notes there. Uh, you can read this, just understand it. It took me a very long time putting this together, but I distilled it down to the key points. If you understand these economic issues, it'll certainly help you in your conversations with your prospective buyers and sellers. Okay, so that's it. Uh, if you found this interesting, found my explanations valuable, please hit the like button. If you want to stay current on crypto news, hit my uh, hit the subscribe button. If you have any comments or questions, write them below. And remember, continue to stay crypto curious. It's still early days in, the, in crypto, and now is a great time to be a crypto savvy agent. And if you have any questions about real estate in New Jersey, reach out to me. I'm your guy. And that's it. And I'll see you next time. Have a great week.